Thomas with another edition of the 1075 podcast from the Propane Education and Research Council. Today, we're continuing our series about the challenges and opportunities for propane marketers during the COVID-19 pandemic by speaking with Jeremy Wishart, Perks Director of Technical Communications, and Julie Johnson, President of Ted Johnson Propane in California, about business in the material handling market, specifically from Julie's perspective as a propane marketer on the West Coast. If you missed it, on a previous episode, we talked about the same topic with Gordon Cunningham of Georgia Gas as a propane marketer on the East Coast. I encourage you to listen to that one as well. The following is a conversation between Jeremy, Julie, and I. Emily, correct me if I'm wrong, probably the first place to start would be, can you introduce yourself and and Ted Johnson Propane and kind of give us some background on what Ted Johnson, the history of Ted Johnson Propane and, and kind of the where you are today and what markets you serve. Okay, I could do that. My name is Julie Johnson and I'm with Ted Johnson Propane. I'm second generation. My father founded the company in our home in Los Angeles and we've been in business for over 50 years now. Uh, We primarily service the forklift market that's just been a niche that my dad got involved in right at the beginning and we are very proud of that and more recently we just started diversifying a little bit and getting into residential customers so that's a little bit about us so hi julie um hi my first question is how um have you guys been dealing with the whole pandemic. Um, How's your company doing? How are you doing? Thank you for asking. Yeah, it's been a little bit of a challenge. Um, First of all, with the gloves and masks and keeping the employees safe. So we got on that right away. The other problem we addressed right off the bat was the drivers have tablets that they use for the customer signature as proof of delivery. And we utilize the microphone on the tablet. So we, the driver will just speak in the person's name and then put COVID-19. And that bypasses the need for a signature for proof of delivery for the customers. They seem to be satisfied with that instead of having their employees touch the pad. And then we have to wipe it down every time. So that's, that's been working, thankfully. And yes, our gallons are down tremendously. I'd say at least 30%. A lot of customers had closed because they were smaller business or non-essential. And some of the essential businesses are busier than normal. So that's been a blessing, a little bit of a trade-off there. We recently got involved with servicing these pop-up hospitals. There's one in LA Convention Center, and we're setting up one in Riverside this week. Um, Unfortunately, they're empty, so we haven't been pumping any gallons, but those pop-ups are set up for the expected increase in people coming, patients, and so we'll see. So in, in those pop-up applications, I assume you're installing probably power generation, maybe temporary heat as well? 
The one in LA Convention Center and Riverside are showers. So there's portable showers, like in a trailer. So it's a trailer of isolated stalls, private stalls. And they have them in the intake area at the convention center. So I don't know if they're gonna require the people to shower before coming in. That's just where they're located. And so we put in a 420 or a 100 gallon tank at each trailer for them to draw off of. And then we would, if they get busy, we'll monitor it and then come back and top it off or refill. So it'd be a fair assessment to say that during this, this pandemic situation, you've kind of had to be a little creative in terms of your business right now, and then also reactive to the needs of your community as well. And I think being able to speak to that and talk about how the propane industry as a whole, you know, whether it's Ted Johnson propane or, or any other propane across the country right now, being reactive to your community's needs has just been huge benefit of propane right now. Are you seeing that? Are you hearing that from your customers? Yes. One of the first weekends we got calls from all of our resellers that there was a run on propane. And so we dispatched a truck over the weekend to top them off. So then we, we stayed on top of those and added uh, deliveries to those, customers because they've stayed busy so those resellers have stayed busy Uh, so that was a big adjustment but we flowed with it it was not a problem for us we could just dispatch and and take care of them so thankfully we it, it didn't surprise us but we were able to handle it well another thing that we've done to adjust is Certain customers, the drivers would go and they would have maybe one or two people there. And so the driver would talk to them and find out what their situation is. And if their situation was that they are laying off their people or furloughing and then they're going to close down, we just made a note on their account that uh, a code, we made up a code, a COVID code. And then that way, when the economy gets moving again, we told them the account is suspended and then they'll call in and then we'll resume their delivery schedule and talk to them. So that's gonna be a way for us to communicate and know who is on that list and then we're not routing them anymore until they they call. So that frees up truck time for the the other surprises that pop up. Absolutely, so I mean, it's clear at at this point in time that working with your customer and perhaps not being so sales focused or, or new customer building focused right now, but really stepping up the services and the opportunities to further support your current customers, that, that has to go a long way in this kind of environment right now. And I think as we see with Ted Johnson Propane and with Georgia Gas, who we spoke with this morning, you know, it, what you're doing for your customers is going to be long remembered beyond just what we're having right now. Yes, it's very reminiscent of the fall of 2008 when we had the housing bubble crash and uh, we lost 28% of our gallons almost overnight. So this feels very similar to that. And luckily I was fully involved in the company at that time 
and we adjusted then. And even the first few weeks of the COVID and the shutdown, I kept checking in with my dispatcher and the the gauge on our tanks like it should be hitting us now it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't you know every day i'd come in is any customers not taking gas no everybody's taking gas and then eventually it started happening but i was asking every morning you know what's happening and we've been able to adjust the routes so at least they're fairly full as far as the drivers can pump out uh, but traffic being light has been really nice. Really Probably helped nice. a little bit with the uh, air quality too in the in the LA basin there, correct? Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's great. So it feels <laughs> good to uh, have the traffic light, but it is hurting all of us. I, you know, I'm looking at the receivables. The aging is getting uh, strung out there, and we're having to make calls and and just uh, check in with people and see what we can do to work with them. Because just like before in 08, we have to work with our customers. They, like you said, they will remember it and they'll stay with us. You know, it's, we're not on doing this by ourselves, but we're, we're working together with our customer. Can you speak a little bit about your staff and how they've performed through this and, and really anything that you're hearing back from them you know are they are they fearful are they pushing forward with things are they are they seeing things that are equally uh, i don't want to say disheartening but equally scary as they are optimistic in terms of what's going forward what are you, what are you hearing back from your staff first of all i love my staff they are so um engaged and they just kept looking to me and John, the operations manager, for guidance and input. And even some of the newer ones were asking the older employees that have been around longer, oh, should we come into work today? And they're like, yes, always come in. They will let you know if there's a problem. So it was, it was beautiful in that. Everybody's showed up. Nobody's been sick knock on wood and they're they're being creative with their time you know if they have extra time on their schedule they're they're being industrious with it we've got more tanks ready to go out tanks repaired you know just getting being prepared for what could be happening tomorrow because we know one day it will pick up and we want to be ready for that and hopefully it'll be sooner than later Emily, I'll let you, uh, I'll stop trying to run the show and I'll, I'll let you retake over here. No, you're fine. Are there any other changes that you foresee how you do business after this settles down? Yeah, it's been interesting to not be able to send people to the customer's location and have to work over the phone. And so I think we're being a little more patient and realizing instead of just jumping in a truck and going to the customer to solve the problem, we really ask them to explain it to us. They could send us a picture or something, you know, and we're able to talk them through, through things. So we do need to develop that a little bit more. We were listening to a, a webinar this week about sales and how to do it utilizing this technology like we're using today. And I got a little pushback about it. They're like, no, these are propane people. They want to be, they want to see us in person. And I said, not every customer 
wants to see us in person anymore. So it's a paradigm shift that we're going to have to make. And we're starting that conversation and trying it. And, and it's working so far. Wow. Good for you. And yeah, I've heard similar things. Um, we were talking to our business lead for agriculture, and he was saying how usually propane marketers go right up to the farm, you know, and talk to the farmer. And especially nowadays, they were encouraging people to call ahead of time and, you know, see when actually set up a time to come and talk if they want to do that or, or do it a different way. So we have been doing appointments for a while now. So definitely appointments to, if we want to face-to-face with them or if they want to face-to-face with us, definitely an appointment has been set up because you just can't, you, it is, like you said, respect. We respect their time, we respect their business, and we have to be the one to initiate what they need. You know, I was thinking about one particular account we have to listen to our customer. We can't assume or push down on them what we want to have happen. We have to understand their business and what their business needs are. A lot of customers, especially now, have perishable foods. And if they run out of propane, they can't load the trucks. It's, it's a definite domino effect. So we have to really, at the setup of a, a customer, Uh, totally understand their business and their challenges and what they need from us. And those notes are in our system, but even more, our dispatcher and our staff remember, we ask all the time, hey, what about this account? And somebody will know all the details of that account so that we can be the right supplier for them. We were to look into the future. And as you said earlier, you know, sales are down, gallons are down. If you were to look into your crystal ball six months from now, let's pray it doesn't take six months. Let's pray it doesn't take a year. But if you look into your crystal ball about the future, do you do you foresee those gallons coming back? Conversely, are those gallons, are we just counting those gallons as gone and those opportunities as gone and just moving forward? They will come back, but it, it might be slower than we think. It's not going to be like a water faucet and we open up the spigot and they're just going to come right back. I think it's going to be reminiscent of 08. We were just back to those gallons the last uh, year. I mean, it took that long. It took 10 years for all those gallons to come back. And the longer we're shut down, the worse it's going to be. And I feel like we've already passed that place. Easter was probably the opportune time to reopen, especially in Southern California. And they're not. And it, it's causing havoc because it, it affects everybody. It doesn't just affect one person or one business. So it is, it, I don't think it's going to restart very quickly, unfortunately. Yeah, I think it's safe to say that from the reports that I've seen in the supply chain management world, you know, you've got a handful of companies that are really going like gangbusters and moving a ton of product, have increased their shifts, have increased their workloads. And then there's another whole separate group that things have really fallen off the map for them. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see in the material handling world how this really picks up, whether you know, Amazon's still sending out things, but then you've got food warehouses that are sitting on products because they don't have anywhere to push it to sell it, you know, and, and 
they're furloughing workers and it's it's really going to be interesting to see as we move forward you know what it impacts in terms of the entire material handling market from forklift sales to gallon utilization to company growth or company contraction uh, in the material handling world so you know i i say it to marketers all the time but as long as we can kind of hang on and, and work through this. I think there's there's certainly light at the end of the tunnel, but we need to be prepared to be able to ride the storm out, if you will. Mm-hmm. That reminds me of the ports. So we have all the ports here in Los Angeles and Long Beach. So what we're hearing from our customers is when those ships start unloading, it's still going to take them maybe a month to unload them and process and get that restarted right now. So there's a backlog at the ports, and they can't move anything because the stores aren't taking it. So that is busting. It's ready to open as soon as we get the go-ahead sign, you know, to re-enter businesses. And I think we should be able to, but I know that's not part of this conversation. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I read a report probably about a week ago at this point that um, a lot of the in and around the United States and even in North America for that matter are suffering from containers full of product that are either still on ship or kind of in drayage at this point and then a lack of containers that are empty for them to be able to put anything into to get intermodal transport going on so it's that whole supply chain like you said earlier one thing affects another and it just it keeps working its way down unfortunately. And and it's going to take us time, but I think we'll get through it. I hope we'll get through it. Yeah, that's absolutely true in LA. That is what we've been told from our customers who are in that industry. I'm just curious, Julie, how you've talked about the 08, you know, housing bubble and going through that and now going through this and, you know, losing so many gallons so quickly. What are the kind of things that you put in place to be able to um, come out of these these lows successfully and continue business? I mean, you've been in business for 50 years. I, I don't know that it's a secret, but the secret to our success, I believe, is our financial stability. You know, we do save, have, the company has savings, or I was Heard, I heard the term war chest. I don't know anything about war, but I guess the idea of stockpiling a reserve for an emergency, another way it could be put is a dry stick for a rainy day. We have the dry stick for a rainy day. We um, don't buy a new truck unless we can pay for it cash, so we don't have any debt. I think debt is what takes people down the fastest. and. Um, that's the business model that my dad started, and I believe in that. It, it, it sustained us, and it keeps us going into the future. Am I as big as some of my competition? No, but I have a lot of great customers, and I have a great staff, and we can take care of them, and they get great service, and we have the expertise and knowledge, and we're small, but I would say mighty and very competent to handle uh, our customers. And I don't need to be grow outside of what I can, we can sustain over the long haul when, when things like this happen. And it will again. Yeah, you're right. 
Um, and I was also curious, since you're in California, I know they're so adamant and strict about just setting guidelines and rules about lowering emissions. How has that affected your business and how have you navigated that? Yeah, you just have to do what they tell you to do. When it becomes a rule, you have to comply. So the last one was uh, Rule 1177 for from the South Coast AQMD, and we had to change the orifice on all our tanks. So instead of the 54, the 72, and uh, we just did it, you know. Then with the new um, cap and trade, the greenhouse gas emissions, our gas prices are still 280 a gallon here. Everything is. I don't taxed. even want to. I was going to say I don't even want to tell you what we're paying for gasoline here in the Midwest because you'll probably hang up on me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a buck, right? Aren't you paying a buck? Uh, there's some places where we can get it under. That's awesome for you guys. Yeah, not in California. So, but with just every, nowhere to go right now. Yeah, right. Nowhere to go because everything's closed. Yeah. And that that's that's all I have. And and Julie from from myself and everyone at Perk, if you have anything that comes up, especially during this time, but anything even beyond that, do not hesitate to reach out to us and let us know. Um, you know, we're here for you. We're here for the entire propane industry. Um, yeah. you know, let us know and, and we'll make it happen. Good. Thank you. Thank you both to both of you. Thank you. Thanks, Julie. For our listeners, if you would like to contact us, please email editor at propane.com. Thanks for listening.